guys, it's Meg. What's up? What's poppin'? Welcome to the podcast! Growing up, many of us are forced to read books in school. Some of us fall in love with words on a page and become readers. So let's talk about it, which we're going to start off with talking about school. I feel like this can be a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing sometimes because it's a good thing because you're getting exposed to books and literature and you're finding out who you like and what genres you like to read. But I also feel like it could be a bad thing because it can make people hate reading, especially if you're constantly getting like forced to read these books that you don't like the genre of. You start to think that every book's like that, which is so sad. But we're going to talk about books this episode, clearly, by the title of this podcast and from what I said before, because I love books. I love reading. My dad and mom used to read to me all the time growing up, and that was kind of like the one thing if we were to go out, my mom would never say no to books. And I knew that, and I would always use that against her. You know, we'd go to the store, and she'd be like, no toys. And then I would find a book, and she'd be like, okay, fine, put it in the cart. But I used to read all the time growing up. Like before school, when I was little, I used to love Junie B. Jones, favorite series ever to this day. And I would read like the whole chapter book before school. Hey, what's up? It's Editing Meg, and I looked up the author of Junie B. Jones just to give her the proper credit, and it is Barbara Park. And the older I got, I would only start to read during, like, summer breaks or February vacation. I wouldn't really read that much during school because, like, with everything else I was reading. So I actually got a Snapchat memory the other day of a book haul in the outside of a Barnes & Noble, and I guess I didn't realize how much or long I had been reading, but I feel like I rediscovered or re-fell in love with reading again last year, as I'm about to talk about next in the episode. But last year, 2023, me and one of my good friends wanted to get back into reading. So we kind of made it our thing and we made a Goodreads account, which you should go follow me. It's just my name, Megan Melanson. I have the Hey Guys Meg logo as my profile picture. I don't know why that took me a minute, but you should go follow. We should be friends and we can track each other's reading. And it honestly worked for us. We kind of like held each other accountable and I ended up reading 30 books last year. Some of them were audiobooks because audiobooks are real books. We're skirt skirting right now about this because I saw an article. Where was it? I'll have to look this up. Edited Meg Ars come in. I don't know if it was Washington Post. I feel like my but then. But some like news outlet source thingy did a survey on people who read and they counted audiobooks as real books. So that's what I'm counting because I discovered audiobooks last year and wow, they're so cool. Which like you'd think I would have realized it earlier, especially as a podcaster and I like podcasts. I would like audiobooks, but I don't know. So it was the Washington Post that had the article and it was called, How many books did you read in 2023? Are you in the top 1%? My goal last year was just to read 20 books, which is a lot, I know. This year I made it 30 since I read 30 last year and I even made one of those cute little reading journals. They're so fun. It was literally so therapeutic to make that reading journal. It's like one of those bullet journals, like the journals with all the dots and then I like went by what other people have done, which was so fun. I love filling it out. Another app I downloaded besides Goodreads. I'm like still trying to figure it out because I literally just downloaded like the other day, but it's Storygraph. It is so cool. It's so fun. It kind of gives you like graphs of like the genres you read and how many pages you're reading and fiction, nonfiction. It's just so cool. I love apps for books. I think it's really cool. I also love the book community. I think they're so fun. Like book talk, let's talk about them. I feel like obviously it's a good thing. Like, you know, you're getting exposure You're learning about other types of books. You're discovering new books, you know, and it can be really nice and fun. You know, a lot of people are really super nice and sweet, but I also feel like there's like this toxic bad side 
to book talk because it's sometimes not realistic. Like some of these girls are reading like over a hundred books or like this, which is great for them. But it's like that's their job. Like they're an influencer and they're like getting paid or like they're getting sent these books. And I feel like it almost adds a pressure like even like the 30, I feel like that's a lot. And I'm like, will I even make it? Like, what? But it's just like a goal. It's just like a book goal. Like, who cares if you make it or not make it? But I feel like there's so much pressure into reaching your book goals, into reading, into exploring new authors and that, that sometimes I feel like it pulls from the joy of reading. Because reading's so fun. You know, you get to enter somebody else's world. You get to just like be with these characters. And there's like series sometimes and standalones. It's so fun. I love reading. <laughs> So I had this written down in my notes and for some reason I completely disregarded it but there's different types of readers too and I know a common one is a mood reader which is just someone who reads a book or multiple books based on their mood they're in. I like to consider myself a vibe reader. I like to like match the vibe of the month or season I'm in. So like last year for October I read a lot of spooky books or witchy books. For December I tried reading Christmas books. This year for February I really want to read some like romance books for Valentine's Day. But I also don't read romance books so I'm not sure if I'm going to like them. But all the girlies on BookTok love them. One of my experiences with BookTok though is there's this book called Masters of Death by Olivier Blake. I really hope I'm pronouncing her name right. It's a great book. It's so cool, but it is so weird. I just, it was like the first and last time I was like, I cannot let book talk influence me to read another book because what did I just read? I just feel like the description to the book was, it felt AI generated almost. Like I felt like the description of the book did not actually suit the book, but that's just me personally. And I feel like another issue with book talk is books becoming popular is we've been over this. When things become popular, they get hard to find or the quality changes or in this case, inflation of the books change. Oh my God, I should do this right now. Hold on. My bookshelf is literally like right next to me. So I'm gonna see if I can reach this. And I feel like it's on a closer shelf. Okay, one of my favorite book trilogies, it's a dystopian world, it's a young adult. It is the Delirium Trilogy by Lauren Oliver. I freaking love her. There's this like, sound going around TikTok where it's like, if they wrote it, I'm buying it. If they wrote it, that's me with Lauren Oliver. I literally own every single book besides her kid ones that she has written. And I read them, except for one. I have it, I just haven't read it yet. I just love her writing. I love her world. I love her character. She's so great. But here's the tea of book inflation. In my hand right now, I have, I think this is the first edition of Delirium. Let's see. I, this is the thing about book talk is you learn how to like read things and like understand. Where is it? They said to read this number right here. First paperback edition, 2012. So I have the first edition of Delirium. The back of this book says that I bought it for $9.99, okay? Which I really want to reread this series, but I don't want to do a reread yet this year. Okay, I'm gonna go, and we're just gonna Google it. Okay, this is not working. Okay, right here, Delirium, the special edition, Special edition. That literally looks like the book I have. Anyways, Amazon has it for $14.30. That's not that bad. Let's just go to Amazon, like search it just to make sure. The second book in the series is $13.99 on sale for a Kindle version. Paperback is $16. I don't like the new covers, I'm gonna be honest. Right here, Delirium paperback $15. Now let's check our good old friend Barnes and Noble. Yeah, $16 the whole series every book individually and i bought it for 9.99 when it first came out it's just it like makes me mad that like books are so expensive now especially oh my god let me look it up again i should have we're getting so distracted but it's okay there's a new book by the author of silent patient it's called the fury and i swear i saw that it was like 30 dollars. yeah it's like 
Move on back to Barnes and Noble. $28.99. It is a signed edition, but still $28.99. That is crazy to me because like books should be accessible to anybody and everybody. Like I feel like it's our right, you know, like books shouldn't be a privilege. We should all have access and like the ability to buy and read books, but it's sad because it's not like that. But another thing that became a huge issue that Book Talk actually kind of exposed is the quantity versus quality issue especially with publishing companies to talk about it real quick not to throw shade or tea but there's a book called fourth wing the second book came out iron flame and they misjudged so they didn't have enough copies of the sprayed edition so people were getting mad about that but then when people were getting the book the sprayed edges were literally like coming off onto their fingers and turning their fingers black there was missing pages one girl opened her book and the first thing was chapter 32. Like it was just a hot mess. And it really became this issue of quality versus quantity. And people are like, wow, like this is horrible. When this publishing issue happened, it literally took over my entire thought process and life. And I remember how only like the big sellers got the sprayed edges. So like Amazon got them, Walmart, Target, Barnes and Noble, and a lot of small family owned or indie bookstores weren't guaranteed to get these sprayed edge copies, even though they had pre-orders and full on launch parties like happening for this book. And it even got to the point that even Amazon started to not get the books, I remember. But it's just crazy how with Iron Flame, normal prints are considered rare and people are selling them for crazy amounts of money. Like when this book came out, people were like buying them and selling them for like $400. Like I'm not even joking. It was insane. Another thing that TikTok, BookTok has brought up is the special edition. There's no such thing as just one special edition book anymore. Like there are so many different. There's Target exclusives, Walmart exclusive, there's indie exclusives. There's this, there's that. To the point it gets like so overwhelming and ridiculous and then it makes you want to buy multiple versions of the same book just because oh target has this bonus chapter oh walmart has this cover it's like crazy like it's such a consumerism problem where they just want us to keep buying 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 and feeding into this which is like horrible because that's like not what books are about books are about like reading and enjoying and just having fun one thing is that i think is really cool is you guys remember wattpad it was like this app from years ago well people are now publishing actual wattpad books i'm like wow that is so cool that's so fun but i think we're gonna end this talk about books because i could literally talk for like over an hour about books i love books i'm such a reader i'm very happy to have gotten back into reading but we're gonna talk about some pet peeves of books one of my pet peeves I, I literally cannot stand people crack their spines. It's horrible. I hate it so much. I feel like it just makes the pages get too loose and like fall apart easily. I don't like when people dog ear the corners. Like use a bookmark. Oh, that's another thing. When people don't use bookmarks and they just grab whatever's accessible to them, like right there and then, like, no, just invest in a bookmark or just use a sticky note. They're not that expensive. And one of my newest biggest pet peeves is a lot of people start calling Barnes & Noble just Barnes. I don't know what it is. There's just something about that that bothers me. But, oh my God, we're not just going to end on that because I started something else I didn't write down. Barnes reminds me of bookstores and I feel like that should have been talked about in this episode. But there's just something about going to a bookstore that is so nice and calming and fun, especially when you go with your friends who are also readers. It's kind of like, Remember the Scholastic Book Fair from school? It's like the adult version. It's so fun going to the bookstore with your friends and finding books and talking about books. But there's this one bookstore near me. It's called the Used Bookstore. That place is dangerous. That place, I spent hours in it. But not only do they have used books, they also have, I think, board games and stuff. But they have records. It is so fun. I always go there. I think last time I went, I think I got like eight books and like three records. And I spent like $30 or $40 
which is insane. Especially when I just told you guys that a book was $30 that just got released this year. And then there's just something about a used book. Like, you can see how worn and love it was. I don't really like when people annotate. I try not to buy books that have annotations in it. Because I'm personally not an annotator when I read. I know some people are. Maybe I will be in the future. Who knows? Things change. So, the next time that you're reading a book, you're thinking about starting to read a book, just know. Reading books is a lot of fun. They expand our knowledge. They give us some gossip about some fake fence. And... We're going to have them forever and ever. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Hey Guys, is Meg. You can follow Hey Guys, is Meg underscore podcast on Instagram for updates and good times and for some book content because I've been starting to post my book things on there too because I just want to be a book talker, bookstagrammer so badly. But make sure you come back next Monday at 9 a.m. where we talk about some Valentine's Day superstitions. I'll see you on the flip side. Peace out, Girl Scouts.